Welcome to the sermon podcast for Pleasant Hill Baptist Church in Central South Carolina. We thank you for taking the time to listen to this message from the Word of God, and we pray that God will both bless you and speak to you as you listen and apply His Word to your life. But I want you again to turn in your Bible to Exodus 39. Exodus 39. Now, before we read, let me just go ahead and say this. I'm going to give you a little introduction, then I'll read, then I'll pray. We'll finish these thoughts, hopefully, and then we will dive in uh, to our prayer requests, just a few prayer requests, and pray at the very end. But I want you to read with me in 39 verses 1 through 7 in just a moment. Now, I want you to understand, last week we were in Exodus 25, and Exodus 25 and following the next several chapters, God is giving instructions. This is following the commandments that were given, and then He's giving extended law. In other words, God's law that He is handing down on how people to be treated, on certain things, take place in the rest of the book of Exodus, except there's a part beginning in 25 where He's giving instructions on how to construct the Ark of the Covenant, on how to, and, uh, how to construct the tabernacle, and the elements that go in the tabernacle. And then we get a section on uh, different sacrifices, and we get a section on uh, different things to give sacrifices for. And, and part of this is including the clothes that the priests are to be wearing in the temple. And we talked about how last week God's care for, uh, He was specific and how and and he cared about being organized. He cared about being orderly. There's a certain way that he wanted things done, and there's a certain things he way he wanted them built and certain specifications. And we talked about that last week as far as that deep water in dry places. But here I want to talk about learning to fully follow the Lord, and I also can entitle this "Finding Deep Water in Dark Places," because now we've come to the place and really. <coughs> Excuse me. Beginning a few ver a few chapters before, in the constructing of the tabernacle. So now they're beginning to the instructions were given and how to do it. The, the very God was very specific in what to use and 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 how to build it and dimensions and so forth and so on. And now the people are going to begin to do it or have begun to do it. And so let's read in chapter 39 because I want you to see a particular phrase that we find here. And then we're going to jump off from that. So read in chapter 39 beginning in verse 1. And of the blue and purple and scarlet they made clothes of service. So talking about the clothes for the priests that are going to be in the tabernacle. <clears throat> clothes of service to do service in the holy place and made the holy garments for Aaron as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made the ephod of gold, blue and purple and scarlet, and fine twined linen. And they did beat the gold into thin plates, and cut it into wires to work it into the blue, and in the purple, and in the scarlet, and in the fine linen with cunning work. 
And they made shoulder pieces for it to couple it together. By the two edges was it coupled together. And the curious girdle of his ephod that was upon it was of the same. According to the work thereof of gold, blue, purple, and scarlet, and fine twined linen, as the Lord commanded Moses. Let's stop right there. Twice we've seen this phrase. Six more times we're going to see this phrase. In verse 7 it says, as the Lord commanded Moses. And then we're going to go on down and we're going to see in verse 21, as the Lord commanded Moses. And then we're going to go on down and we're going to see again if you keep on reading, you're going to see verse 26, as the Lord commanded Moses. And then you're going to go on down, and you're going to see in verse 29, as the Lord commanded Moses. And you're going to go on down to verse 31, as the Lord commanded Moses. In verse 32, as the Lord, there, I'm sorry, Israel did according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so did they. <clears throat> Then verse 43, Moses did look upon all the work, and behold, they had done it all as the Lord had commanded. Even so had they done it, and Moses blessed them. If we're going to chapter 40, we would see eight more times, eight more times that the, as the Lord commanded Moses. Now, I've taught you, and I've tried to guide you in the fact that when you see a phrase repeated over and over, pay attention they did exactly as the Lord commanded Moses. God gave the instructions to Moses. Moses passed it on to the people, and they did exactly, they followed fully what the Lord said to do. I want us to learn tonight some keys, some steps to learning to fully follow the Lord. Dear Father, we pray that you would speak to our hearts tonight, that you would help us equip us, enable us, motivate us to fully follow you. Not just half-heartedly, not just haphazardly, but Father, consistently, faithfully, as you are faithful, that we would follow you with all our heart. In Jesus' name, amen. The phrase, as the Lord commanded, as the Lord had commanded, is used 16 times in these two chapters. The emphasis is clear. Moses follows God's instructions to the letter. He followed fully what God had said to do. We, if we are to be used and effective like Moses, and I pray that you want to be used like Moses. And by the way, like Aaron, this is a whole other message probably, but I was reading today and it struck me, I'm sorry, yesterday, it struck me how Aaron was used by Moses. You may say, well, I can't be used by Moses. I made mistakes. Well, so did Moses, but so did Aaron. Aaron was a flop and a failure in the beginning. Now, yeah, he spoke for Moses in front of Pharaoh, but then remember when they were at the tent, they were at Mount Sinai, and Moses had gone up and was receiving the Ten Commandments. The people said, That man's dead. We need a God to worship. And Aaron immediately had them bring gold, and he fashioned the golden calf out of that gold. Aaron flopped major, and God still used him along with Moses. 
You may say, I've really blown it, preacher. I've really blown it, Jonathan. I'm telling you, Moses blew it, but, and the people of Israel blew it, but so did Aaron, and God used all of them. God can use you. But I want you to understand that if we're to be used like Moses, we've got to learn to follow God's instructions completely, just like Moses did. And so number one, if we're going to follow the Lord fully, then we have to know His instructions. We have to know. Now, we've talked about this before, and perhaps I'm being redundant, but if we're going to follow the Lord's instructions, we have to know what those instructions are, and this is the instruction book. It is a love book. It is a discipleship book. It is, it, it is a gospel book. It, it is a map. It, it is a history, and it is God's Word to us, His instructions to us, and we've got to read it, and you've got to want to read it. And you got to ask God to help you read it. And if you say, well, I struggle in wanting to read it, then ask God to help you to want it. Because in His Word, that is God's chief and clearest instrument of communication for us today. Oh, yes, sure, God can speak in an audible voice if He wants to. God can speak in visions and dreams if He wants to. He certainly has in the past. I'm not saying He's not today or that He can't. I'm simply saying that He has given us His complete Word, and therefore it is perfect, and it is holy, and it is good and profitable for us, and it is the primary source from which we find His instruction. It is His instrument of communication. Now, His Holy Spirit will speak to your heart. His Holy Spirit will help you to understand it, but the Holy Spirit will always reinforce the Word of God. People can say to me, well, the Holy Spirit told me to do such and such, or somebody to do this and that, and I might say to them, if that's true, show me in the Word of God where you see that principle, that, that, that instruction, that, that, uh, that guiding light, because it'll be in God's Word. Excuse me. Don't ever get to the place where you think the Holy Spirit is telling you something to do and it's nowhere in the Word of God. The principle will be there. Now, His Word is what we've got to read. And that's why, church, I'm encouraging you so wrongly to read the Word of God and to read along with me. And, and again, if you don't do it chronologically like I'm encouraging you to, develop another plan. But read His Word. And don't just... By the way, people say, I like to read in certain places. I like to read the Gospels. And I like to read what Paul wrote. And I like to read what John wrote. And I like to read about David. And I like to read... So do I. So do I. But you know what that sounds like to me? And I'm going to sound a bit judgmental when I say this. But you know what that sounds like to me when people say to me, well, I like to hear preaching and teaching and, and stories about Daniel. And it, that tells me that you want to hear what you want to hear. You want to read what you want to read. How about what God has to say to you? Amen. I'm not a big asking people to say amen. I know there's not a soul in this room right now, but I pray that you right now are pointing at your screen go, amen, preacher, that is right. Number two, as I don't have a lot of time, I may not even get through this whole thing, but through his servants, 
Now, I say this not because I'm standing here today and want to be God's servant, to be used as God's servant, but I'm telling you the people did not hear God's instructions in that day. It was Moses that communicated them to him. Now, today, God speaks to you just like he does to me. Or God will speak to you. God wants to speak to you just like he wants to speak to me. I'm no special instrument of being spoken to. I may be at times a special instrument of communication and assistance and helping you along the way, but I am certainly an instrument in proclaiming the truth of the gospel, or I'm supposed to be, but God can speak to you just like he speaks to me. And that day they didn't have the Bible, and God didn't speak to everybody all the time, and there was no indwelling of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was there. The Holy Spirit was God in, in existence, but I'm telling you that the Holy Spirit did not indwell them like he does the believer today. And so therefore God used Moses. God spoke to Moses. Moses spoke to the people. And today you have the word of God. God has the Holy Spirit can speak to your heart, but God uses pastors, teachers, other Christian friends, yes, even TV evangelists and radio evangelists and radio preachers and internet and so forth and so on, there are some good ones out there and they can speak to you. God can use them. But my point is this, God uses his servants to help you know what God is trying to say. God used the Moses to communicate to the children of Israel God will speak to you the clearest. And what I mean by that is, I was telling Landon just, just the other day. I said, Landon, uh, God is going to, what, what God is doing in you, what God is speaking to you, God isn't necessarily telling me. <clears throat> now, God, again, what God is telling you will be in His Word. The principles will be in His Word. But God is going to tell you His plans for you. He doesn't necessarily tell me. He may let me in on it. I may have some insight, or Tracy might have some insight in guiding you in some things you haven't thought of, perhaps, and experiences we've had as adults, <clears throat> your grandparents and some of the so on. That is where God uses His servants. But God still speaks more, most directly for you to you. God doesn't speak most directly to you, for, to me, for you, to me. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. God will speak to you, but at times we don't want to hear what he's saying. Remember that the children of Israel on the mountain, God came down to the mountain, was given the law. There were thunderings and lightnings and fire and a cloud on the mountain, and the people were afraid. And they said, Moses, you speak to us. We don't want to hear from God. We're afraid he might strike us dead. And so therefore, so there's times that we don't want to hear what God is saying. We don't like what God is saying, or we're afraid of what God might say. And God uses me. God uses others. God uses parents or friends or neighbors, Christians, to speak to you. But we have to know His instructions. If we're going to follow Him fully, we've got to know what He's saying to do, or we cannot follow Him fully. But there has to be not just a knowing His instructions in His Word and through His servants, but also through our investment. 
time. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you are going to know God's instructions, it takes time. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm saying it now. God is under no obligation to tell you the next step you're to take until you take the step he just told you. But God doesn't unravel his entire plan for you in one moment. Nor does God necessarily tell you everything about the next step in one moment. Moses, here's where I'm leading you. Noah, I'm sorry, let me do this way. Abraham, he, I'll go to a land that I'm going to show you of. All he knew was that God was going to show him where to go. That's all he knew. Didn't know the where. Didn't know what direction. Didn't know the destination. It takes time. God already had a plan for, for Abraham to have a son, Isaac, but God didn't tell him, hey, your son's going to be Isaac until he showed up. Genesis 17, after he'd already had Ishmael, he says, no, Ishmael's not going to be your son. I told you you're going to have many children, told you your sons is the is sand of the sea, but I'm telling you that Isaac is going to be your son. Time. It took time for God to tell Moses what he wanted him to do. We go back and there's several chapters of the, of, this is a Moses writing it down, but it took, it, it took a long time. In fact, one of the things that I saw is the fact that when God, after God gave the law, he calls Moses back up into the mountain. God, it's seven days before God speaks to him. And Moses just sitting there. It takes time. Are we willing to invest the time to know what God's instruction is for us? If we're going to fully follow the Lord, we have to know the full set of instructions. Uh, my kids, Lucas and Landon in particular, have enjoyed doing Legos. And, and, and Lucas would follow those steps of that instruction manual. So would Landon, but more recently Lucas would. And there's times he wanted to skip to the end, but you've got to follow each step of the way. Now, in this particular case, he had the whole book there. We had the whole book to a certain extent, but God doesn't give us the whole plan right away. But it takes time. And if you get the steps out of order, if you don't follow the steps correctly, fully, you'll get past step 13 and 14, all the way to step 40 or 50, and then all of a sudden it doesn't work right. And you want to know why. And you have to go back. We've got to know his instructions fully before we can follow them fully. It takes time. Time for Moses to communicate with God. It says in the book of Exodus that God spoke to Moses as a friend talks to a friend. Did you catch that? Jesus is a friend that sticks closer to a brother. God was a friend to Moses or spoke to him as a friend. <clears throat> Moses, it took time for God to tell Moses, and it took time for Moses to talk to God. Now, God knew exactly what Moses was going to say before he ever said it, but it still took time for Moses to communicate to him. The point is this Moses had a relationship, and relationships take 
time, investments of time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Moses had a relationship. Here's a question for you, or here's a point I want you to hear. When it comes to our relationship with God, understand this. God is always willing and ready to speak to you. The question is, in your relationship with God, or if you're going to have a relationship with God, are you always ready and willing to speak to God and to hear from God? It takes time. Time. We're in such a rush that we miss out on all the time. It takes effort. Again, if there's an investment. If you're going to follow God fully, you've got to know His instructions completely, but you've got to speak through His servants and also through, his, through investment to know His instructions. His Word, His servants, and through the investment of time and effort. If we're going to know His instructions, we've got to put some effort in to that relationship. Some effort in to hearing from God. Because I've got news for you, it's not always easy. The devil wants to come and scream in your ear. The devil will use the world to pull you in different directions, to pull you away, to pull you away from what God is saying, to drown out what God is saying. And it takes some effort on our part to lend our ear to what God is saying. Oh, my friend, that's as far as I'm going to have time to get tonight, is number one, we have to know His instructions. And to know His instructions, we have to be in His Word and read His Word and listen as God speaks through His Word and God gives instructions through His servants and God gives instructions through the investment of our time. Oh, that's as far as we're going to get tonight. I, I plan to get so much farther. But again, let me go back and just say this. We've got to be like Moses. We've got to be like Israel was in this moment. And the Israelites did all according to what God had told Moses. Or let me rephrase it as the Lord had commanded Moses. So they did. Are we willing to know His instructions, to read His Word, to pay attention to His voice through His servants, to make the investment of time and effort so that we can know, because we cannot follow Him fully until we heard his instructions completely. And he said, wait a minute, but you said we can't hear the instructions. He doesn't give us the instructions all the, all the same time. No, the instruction completely. Don't interrupt him. Don't get impatient with him. Don't get sidetracked. But learn to know his instructions. We'll look at the next, the rest next week. Let's pray. Father, I pray that you would help us tonight, Father, to determine 
by your strength and your power and for your glory that we will follow you fully <clears throat> and that we will listen to know your instructions. Listening through your word, listening through your spirit, listening through others, your servants that you use, that we would make an investment of time and effort to hear, to listen, so that we can obey. Help us, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you for listening to this message from the Word of God. At Pleasant Hill, we desire to be a help and a blessing to you. If you have any questions or prayer requests, or if we can be a help to you in your walk with God, we invite you to contact us here at Pleasant Hill by visiting our website at phbc.online. Thank you, and may God bless you.